You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. This week, actually weeks, because now it's done run into the second week, great patriots from Convention of States on the Patriot Cause. These are great leaders. I want to tell you something. If you don't know it and haven't figured it out, there is a lot of George Washingtons, a lot of people out there that have a massive heart for America and they're standing up because we are facing I believe one of the greatest battles for America matter of fact even more than it was during the Revolutionary War the reason I say that is because the battle we're dealing with is the battle of minds the battle of ideas and the struggle that we're going through is tyranny coming to us through propaganda and all those different ways to try to get us to be what I call sheeples, you know, sheep people to just follow that what's going on. Great patriots don't do that. And we have a wonderful lady on here, Lois. Her name is Lois Alamante from New York. She is the state director of Convention of States. And we're so thankful that we're able to bring these great patriots into this media realm to give us their stories, to, to uh, help us understand that we got to get off the couch. We got to stop just accepting everything that's going on and we got to get involved and do something. And she is doing exactly that. Without further ado, welcome Lois to the Patriot Cause. Thank you, Gunny. And I'm just going to clarify that I'm a co-state director. We have two state yes. directors in New York. Silver Dreaming Wolf, who you will get to meet, I'm sure, uh, soon, is the other. And uh, it, it's very helpful to have two state directors, I will say, because if uh, one of us, for some reason, is, you know, can't serve for at a certain time, we don't have to start from scratch. So we work together and we kind of cover different areas of the state based on where we live. I originally grew up in Queens, but that's many moons ago. I now live in Dutchess County, and my children were raised in Northern Dutchess and Columbia County. Um, I, especially at the time I was raising my kids, I mean, I always had ideas about government and, and liking small government, but I never really saw myself as being involved very much in anything political. Uh, however, around the 2016, the campaign for 2016, I was talking to friends and I realized I really had to start learning. I had to start feeling educated so that I could be a, an educated voter. And uh, one of the people I was introduced to was Mark Levin. I started listening to his radio show and I got his book the Liberty Amendments. And I said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I have to look into this. So um, 
New York didn't have a real big group back then. It took me a little while to make a connection, but when I did, I, I realized this was the place I could be to feel like I was doing something and not just complain. <laughs> and I will say that that exact sentiment is what is bringing so many people to us right now um, since I've started, been particularly over the past year or so, people that feel they don't wanna just sit back and complain that they wanna do something. So that's what got me started. I certainly didn't expect to be a state director someday. <laughs> I started as what we call a district captain and um, didn't quite know what to do. In the beginning, like most people, we, we sort of figured it out and things have gotten much more streamlined since then. We have a lot more training, we have a lot more people. So um, I was doing my, my work as a state director, working in welcoming other people, not just in my district, but throughout the state because we only had a few people and we had to really share all the tasks. And uh, lo and behold, um, a few years in, our current state director had to leave the scene and um, Silver and I stepped up to take that role. And the learning curve has been tremendous. There are great people out there that, um, that help us. We have a wonderful um, regional director, Susan. Before that, we had Rodney. And um, we always, you know, we always wouldn't know where to go. People like you as well, I must say, when we need help with things. And um, so, you know, I'm always still learning. We still have several roles, each of us, um, despite the fact that we've grown tremendously. We have so many new district captains, so many new volunteers, and it's a great problem, but it's hard to find the time to get everyone trained and, to, and get going, but we are managing. And now we're starting to catch up a little. And what I'm focusing on right now, uh, in addition to growing the grassroots and getting the word out, is working more specifically for goals for New York. We realize that we're in a situation with the type of state we're in, um, a blue state and we're nonpartisan, but there does, it is harder in a blue state because they tend to like large government rather than small government. Absolutely. Yeah. And New York is a lot like the country. If you look at a map, there's a few blotches of blue and then a lot of red in between. It's sort of a big, you know, we have a flyover country of our own. Um, so, but we realize we can't get too far without getting people on both sides of the aisle involved. So our focus right now is to, is to get a nonpartisan word out to people and attract more moderate Democrats as well as conservative Republicans, independents, et cetera. We, we want to appeal to everybody that feels strongly about the direction our country is headed, keeping our freedoms, strengthening our constitution through something like convention of states rather than see it continually bombarded and weakened the way it has been. Well, the good news, there's always good news in, in, in a bad situation. There is, you just gotta be able to understand it. The thing about it is this, is the, the country is at a point where a lot of people are disheartened at a level that has never happened before. And the reason I say that is because the economy, you know, inflation is just high, as high as it's ever been. 
So even in a blue state, these people are realizing I only have so much money to live my life. And in, you know, one way that the government takes your money is through taxes. But another way is through inflation. Mm -hmm. If the government prints a lot of money, it creates this inflation. So inflation and the government taxes is what causes distress on the people. So the good news is, even though, like I said, you're in a blue state, there's a lot of people in that state, a lot of them, especially in the big cities that are, are now having a very hard time with the shutdowns, all of that, just trying to live. And I think personally, it's an opportunity for convention of states. It's an opportunity for us uh, to be able to say, look, the only way that you can get out of this situation is we've got to control the government. And there is nothing that we have as people other than the Constitution of the United States. People, you know, a lot of people want to say, well, you know, Civil War and all that. Nah, you know, that's just all rhetoric. What it really is, is there's a massive divide. The government is causing it. And the people, the people across the, the nation have to understand that the government is, is what's causing the federal government, not the state governments, or most of them are causing this. So Convention of States is the solution. It is a solution to a humongous problem that's going on in this country. So when, when you bring in, when you talk to those great, great citizens and patriots of New York that signed a petition, come in to volunteer, what can you give them when you talk to them on the phone? What is coming from your heart to say, you have just made the right choice and this is why? How, how does that reflect when you're talking to these new supporters and new leaders in New York? I think the best word to use is hope. We give them hope. And uh, absolutely, I have people exactly use those words that getting into convention of states gives them hope because they feel they can do something. And that's exactly how I felt when I started. <laughs> Excuse me, there's going to be a little barking okay. here and there. Not a problem. <laughs> Always when I'm on, on, a, on a call. And, uh, you know, we, we people end up, when, when I talk to a new volunteer, we often end up spending a long time on the phone talking about all the things, you know, kind of preaching to the choir with each other. Sure. But, but then, you know, we, we start to strategize and talk about how we can help. And, and I've met people in so many different areas that are just wonderful. Um, just spoke with someone yesterday who's going to do from some writing for us. He's a professional writer, uh, retired. Awesome. And that's going to be great because we really want to work on our website. Um, we're beginning to really, you know, pull in people from all different areas that um, that want to help and that have all kinds of talents, which is which is great. People that have been in politics, people that um, are just passionate about things. A lot of people who have children and are really worried about the direction things are going, um, school issues, school board issues, you name it. Um, and you're right, it is, it is a blessing in disguise that things are the way they are right now because it's waking people up. And yes. uh, 
Susan reminded me of something because sometimes we get a little off off topic about, gee, how are we going to attract people of all, all different sorts of people? And we have to keep going back to that question that Mark Meckler often brings up is who decides? Mm -hmm. And people, they still want to make their own decisions for the most part. I mean, I guess there are some people who would prefer to just be led. And those are the sheeples you spoke of. But yeah. there are a lot of people who are former sheeples or were never sheeples that are realizing that we have to do something and that there is a way. Yep. It's, uh, it, I think it's amazing what's going on. A year and a half ago, and I said this on a, on a podcast, I didn't have the hope that you were talking about. I spent 20 years in the Marine Corps. I fought hard. My buddies died. I mean, we did what our country asked us to do. And now we're facing a massively div division that's in this country and the, the changes, the transformation that, that, you know, this administration, starting with Obama, obviously, that wants to do is like, you're, you're changing everything mm -hmm. that the country stood for from the beginning is freedom and liberty and equality not equity equality for every person and i want i've always wanted to ask people why are you leaving any other country and you're coming into america it's because it is the greatest country in existence and because of patriots like you and those that are standing up in convention of states and other patriot causes is the hope it's it's what we have to be able to what i consider regroup re-energize the american values back into the society the communists cut and dried have infiltrated our government they have infiltrated from federal all the way down even to local and unless we can see that with our eyes and be able to respond to it. We don't have hope like you're talking about. We don't have the type of hope that we need. So Lois, we're gonna take a break. When we get back, something to think about during the break is where is COS New York going? What is the plan? What is your strategy? How can you reach out to this audience and say, you really need to be part of Convention of States, New York. And, and this is why, this is what we're doing. What are the events? How can they participate in events to, to go and you know show up at a booth at COS, those kind of things, so that we can get them the message that is out. I mean, we can always go to conventionofstates.com to get that information, but how can they become part of your state, your leadership? What do you see? as a way to bring people into convention states. So we will be right back. Don't go away. The United States Constitution was written to form a more perfect union that would enable checks and balances to prevent a bloody revolution from being a necessary measure to abolish tyranny. Excellent though it was, 
Colonel George Mason feared the national government might one day end in a tyrannical aristocracy. The rights of the people needed to be secured against potential corruption at the national level. One of the solutions the framers decided upon can be found in Article 5, which gives state legislators the authority to call a convention that bypasses federal legislators to amend the Constitution. That gives we the people the opportunity to make some long overdue structural adjustments. Maybe term limits would be a good place to start. Here's how the process works. Citizens request their state legislators to pass a bill called an application with operative language identical in each state. These legislators of the states then pass the application. Generally, only a simple majority is needed. Congress shall, by law, call a convention of the states as soon as it receives applications from two-thirds of the state legislatures. That's 34 states. Delegates chosen by the state legislatures attend the convention. Each state only gets one vote at the convention, but they can send as many delegates to represent the state as they so choose. Amendments are proposed, debated, and voted upon at the convention. Finally, ratification takes place in the states. Each amendment must be ratified by three-fourths of the states in order to become part of the U.S. Constitution. But what about a runaway convention? Come, come. Let's get a reality check. Like constitutional law scholar Robert G. Nadelson says, there are far more political and legal constraints on a runaway convention than on a runaway Congress. The convention delegates, also called commissioners, are bound to the will of their state legislatures. If they don't vote as their states demand, they get recalled. They might even get sent to prison. Furthermore, a full three-quarters of the state legislatures, we're talking 38 state legislatures, must ratify each and every amendment in order for it to become part of the U.S. Constitution. Even Alexander Hamilton and Abraham Lincoln, who favored national government, emphasized that Article 5 gives states authority over the national government. Hamilton writes that national rulers have no option upon the subject. The words of Article 5 are peremptory. The Congress shall call a convention. And Lincoln says the convention mode seems preferable in that it allows amendments to originate with the people themselves. Article 5 Convention of the States is a safe route to stopping federal overreach. Civilizations rise and fall. Let's be a civilization that saw the cycle of collapse coming and broke it. Welcome back, Patriots. You're on the Patriot Cause. Got a, another great guest today, Lois from New York. She is the co-director, state director for the state of New York for the Convention of States. And she's joining the podcast today, giving us hope, giving us the ability to say, wait a minute, there is something that I can do to help save my country. And she is working with her team very hard in a, as we know, a blue state where you have these people that love big government and big government never solves your problems. It always adds to it. So Lois and her team in Convention of States are, are doing the things that are necessary to bring that light into 
the citizens of New York. And I can't thank you enough for being on the podcast today, Lois. What I want to ask you today is this. Every team, especially every leader that has in them a desire to lead always looks to the future. They always understand how to grow their organization and how to influence people. So from a New York, from, you know, co-director standpoint, how do you see New York going forward? And, and how can the supporters and the leaders help you to do that? Good question. And we talk about our strategy all the time. Um, as I mentioned before, we, we need to focus on everyone, not just one side of the aisle, especially in a blue state. And um, we have wonderful legislative liaisons. That's a, a very important position. Our head legislative liaison, uh, Tom, also a veteran, is just doing amazing work. I don't know how he finds enough hours in the day. And he has a great team. In fact, I just I have to give you a plug. You veterans are amazing. The, the, the veterans that have joined us just, they don't know the word no. They just they just forge ahead and they've been great. And the, the veterans awesome. coalition has grown and that's been a huge help. Um, really great group of people. We uh, keep getting thwarted and going to the Capitol because we just heard that the Capitol is not going to have their Tuesday lobby days again for the, at least the first few months. Oh, of course. <laughs> that has had a that has had a bit of mixed blessing also because we've done so much more with um, while the the legislators are at home and it's because things like Zoom are so popular. It's enabled our legislative liaisons and our district captains, everyone yeah. to to reach further out than where they can necessarily get to geographically because it's a pretty big state. And uh, we have a lot of, we've made a lot of good connections. We have a lot more supporters of our resolution than we ever have before. We know it will be reintroduced by the same uh, two people in the Senate and in the House. And uh, once that new number is out, we'll be getting the word out. Um, in addition, we will continue to see people we have uh, in their home districts, but we also have events. And uh, it's a little, it's, in some ways it's a little quieter in the winter, but one of the places we get a lot of signatures are, are gun shows. And Silver is always lining up more and more shows. Awesome. And uh, we get lots of interested people that way. In the nicer weather, there are fairs, the Staten Island, the county, Richmond County Fair is one we've gone to. And now that we have more people, we can try to man booths in even bigger venues because you have to have enough people to, to be there for, for a longer event. Um, so that's another, another thing we do. And people speak, well, like I'm speaking to you now, we sp you also speak at meetings. I've done a podcast here and there as well. Um, and we get involved or not so much in, we, we talk to other groups who are doing things that are in the same line as us, as far as wanting freedom, you know, whether it's dealing with school boards and mandates or other things where we feel our freedoms are being stepped on. And yeah. we tell them about us. And that's another way of attracting people and working together with, with other like-minded groups. And, uh, 
that's the main thing. We, we also were lucky enough to just, the, the momentum keeps on going. People, new people keep coming in. We welcome them. And if they're interested in volunteering, we get them on board and we just keep growing because even if in a blue state, when people see that there's such growth in their districts of people who want this, they have to start thinking if they want to be reelected, they might just have to start listening. So that's, that's awesome. A huge, a huge part. Yep. And the thing about it is the connection between our organization and the legislators is the key. I was a state director for Arkansas and it took us six years in Arkansas, <laughs> you know, <laughs> quote, the one of the big red states, right? six years to pass the convention of states and i remember the first time in 2014 when we went in to to try to get it passed you know the it's, it's weird is the senate passed it but the house didn't and then we go back around to 2017 and the house passed it and the senate did you know just going marry you people <laughs> you know, it's just but that's how legislation works. That's, you know, people come in and out and they get changed and they have different views. So it's, you got to work with the legislators. And eventually in 2019, we were able to get both sides of the legislation in Arkansas to understand that this is the right way to go. And you can't stop. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, I'm telling you in 2017, when we failed, I, I virtually cried. I mean, I did because it's just, I, I'm so deep in understanding that this is the solution for America. Mm -hmm. So we have to continuously work with the legislators. And like you're saying, you know, you got a great legislative liaison there in, in New York. And, you know, he's just got to keep, you know, working with those legislators and be connected. Fortunately and great great for the state of Arkansas, my legislative liaison was a prior representative in the House in Arkansas. So he knew how that, you know, political world worked. And if, if, and this is the advice I always give to the states, if there's any way that you can get, you know, a previous legislator or whatever to come in as a team member of convention of states it's gonna it's gonna elevate you at a, a tremendous level especially if he had a lot of respect or she had a lot of respect in you know when they were actually in the house or the senate in new york so that's that's key uh working the, with the legislators yes the relationships are key and that's one of the big um things that you know our district captains are tasked with is um not just welcoming in new people for the grassroots, but to establish relationships with their legislators. And that that's key because, you, you know, there may be things you don't see eye to eye on, but you can always find some common goals and talk about what we want in our state and how if our state didn't give so much money to the federal government, it would go a lot further in the state. And that's regardless right. of whether you like big government or don't like big government, um, we lose a lot of money because it has it gets filtered so many times and then comes back to us at you know some small percentage. So that's one thing we try to get across. And again, um, who decides, which most people can identify with. And uh, Tom is just great at at teaching others 
because he will always, you know, invite other people to those meetings and let them see how he works and how he finds commonality, common ground with different legislators and builds a relationship. It doesn't always have to be a talk about convention of states. There yeah. are a lot of other things you can All talk about. All other things, yeah. And There's a lot of things in legislation-wise that, that you can make a connection with. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's kind of weird, believe it or not, a lot of people in convention states have, they we have actual some same kind of views that the people on the other side do. Mm -hmm. We just have different ways of accomplishing it. And that's, that's the key is be, being able to understand when you're talking to a legislator, uh, you got to be calm, cool, collective, and you got to listen to them because they may have, you know, uh, an understanding that's different than yours and that's okay how do how do you come together how do you solve that problem that's you know correcting that division mm -hmm. that that i would say that the the government in general is trying to separate i want to ask you this question and i i love this question i've been asked this many times especially uh you know doing the podcast and and being part of speaking, right? So I'm gonna ask you this. Imagine you're standing on a podium and you got 10,000 people listening to Lois. What would you say to those 10,000 people today? Well, after they woke me up with the smelling salts for talking in front of all those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a tough one. I think I'd come back. Yeah, I think I'd say a lot of what we just talked about, um, talking about what a wonderful country we have and that people can be united and that we have a lot more in common than we don't have in common and how yeah. people from all over the world want to be here. So we need to preserve what we were founded on. And uh, again, you know, who do you want to decide the important things in your life and for your family? Do you want it to be the federal government? Do you want it to be even the state government? You want to get as local as possible because it's more efficient and you'll find people who will listen. Um, those are the main things, you know, in, in addition to what we've, we've talked about. So when, you know, if you are in New York and you want to do something. You actually want to get involved and do something. You can go to conventionofstates.com and you can take, click on take action right. and actually become part of that. Once you do that, then you're going to be connected with this great lady, Lois, and, their, and her team. And I guarantee you, they will do everything they can to answer your questions, whether you're coming in as a volunteer whether you want to be a district captain, but we need leaders. We need people like you out there that understand that you just can't stand around anymore. There, and Lois, same thing. I did not vote one time until after I retired from the Marine Corps. So when Obama, his first year, I think it's 2012, right? When he was going through the election process, I'm like, I got to do something. I actually got to go vote now because I knew that, you know, that what was going to happen, at least at that point was my turning point when I understand I've got to really get involved in, in, in the political slash different world that we live in. So 
I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and anything that we can do for you to, to get the message out to, to New York, you just let me know I'm here for you and we'll make sure uh, that we can actually help you in any way that is necessary to bring more leaders and, and reach out to legislation if, if necessary through the, the podcast, the Patriot cause at, at any given time. Oh, any cool. last words to the supporters and leaders that you have? Well, I'd just like to say thank you to everyone because we have a great team. It's growing all the time and we're very open to new ideas, new people. So come and join us. You'll have hope. You'll meet great people. And, uh, and thank you so much, Gunny, for doing this because it's, it's a great way to get the word out. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And I hope you have a wonderful day and try to stay warm in that great state of New York. And we will talk to you later. Thank you. So what can you do? First of all, sign the petition at cosaction.com and get as many of your friends and family to do the same. With your full address, your state legislators will know that you really are their constituents in their district. Call, email, or request a meeting with your state legislators to ask them to co-sponsor the COS resolution in their state. Get plugged in with your local convention of states team so you can stay engaged, educate others, and respond to national calls to action. Our success depends on you. So we're inviting you to be part of history. Let's invoke the constitutional solution that's as big as the problem.